to reward his nabi alayhi salam thanks to whom and thanks to who uh, thanks to the means that he was for teaching us and giving us islam rasulullah sallallahu alayhi is the reason that inshallah allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give us jannah we ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to reward him in keeping with his majesty and grace we ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to enable us to benefit from his shafaat on the day of judgment and we ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to Help us to live in a way where we will get this shafa'at, this intercession of Rasulullah As I said yesterday, <clears throat> on the subject of people treating the ahadith with disdain and people completely denying the ahadith, the importance of them, the sanctity of them, the criticality of them in the understanding of Islam, as I mentioned yesterday, and as I mentioned in many of my khutab before, those of you who are, who listen to my khutab, you, you would have heard this from me many, many times. And if you haven't heard it from me, go to the website and check out the khutab, you will see it. I don't want to repeat, my, repeat myself again and again. In any case, it is not my opinion that I'm quoting. This is the opinion from Rasulullah himself, down through the ages, through 15 centuries, through the Sahaba, Tabain, Tabatabain, all the... All the scholars of truth of this deen who have been completely and totally one on the subject that if somebody rejects the hadith of Rasulullah this person has taken himself or herself out of Islam. They are no longer Muslim because they have rejected uh, that part of the wahi which Rasulullah called wahi. He called it wahi ghair matloo. This is the wahi which is not recited in the Quran, in, in the Salah, and but it is still wahi. This is the instruction manual. This is the, the Sunnah is the instruction manual. The Sunnah is the field book of the Quran. Without the Sunnah, we have no guidance about how to worship and how to do whatever Allah has ordered us in the Quran. <clears throat> Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not leave the Quran without instruction. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not give us a truncated abbreviated, partial, incomplete direction and incomplete speech of him Jalla Jalalu. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ordered some things and he gave the instructions of how these ordered orders are to be followed in another wahi, in another revelation which he sent directly to his Khalil, to his Habib, to his Rasul, Khatamun Nabiyyin, the last and final of them, Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. This was to, so this is, this is inshallah, Allah, and Allah knows best his reasons, but my understanding is that it is inshallah for two reasons. One is to reiterate and emphasize and clarify the exalted position of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam as the Nabi and Rasul so that we don't mistake it and we don't confuse ourselves and think that he is just like us in every way. He is just like us in only one way, which is in terms of him being a human being. Other than that, he is different from us in every other way, spiritually, mentally, intellectually, morally, in terms of character, you name it, 
Rasulullah is in a completely different level what's come from anybody uh, ever born or ever to be born. And it is this that we revere and it is this for which we thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent him among us. Allah called it his ni'mah. لَقَدْ مَنَّ اللَّهُ عَلَى الْمُؤْمِنِينَ Allah said, we have, Allah has blessed, verily and truly, Allah has blessed the mu'minin. And that blessing is Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam. For example, just to very quickly, thumbnail sketch, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us to enter Islam. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said that there is no one who will be ex- who, whose deen will be, ac- will be accepted on the Day of Judgment except Islam. وَمَنْ يَبْتَغِي غَيْرَ الْإِسْلَامِ دِينًا فَلَنْ يُقْبَلَ مِنْهُ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said that on the day of judgment no deen will be accepted except Islam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said La tamutunna illa muslimun. Allah said do not die except in a state of Islam. Now if you stand up and say Alhamdulillah Ya Allah I accept how do I enter Islam? The Quran does not tell you why. And that is not because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala could not tell us. If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had wanted to, he would have told us. He, he told us, but he told us in a different place. And that is, through his Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Rasulullah told us and showed us how to enter Islam. And that is, by believing in our hearts, Ashadu an la ilaha illallah, wa ashadu anna Muhammad Rasulullah, that there is no one worthy of worship except Allah, and that there is no one, and, and that Rasulullah sallam is the last and final messenger of Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, taught this to Rasulullah and Rasulullah taught it to us that we should believe this, then we should state this with our tongues aloud, maybe before witnesses, which is better, but even if we don't have any witnesses, at least by ourselves, Ashadu la ilaha illallah, wa ashadu anna Muhammad Rasulullah, and then we need to live by this. We need to practice this in our lives. And that is why Rasulullah said, the one who said this kalima, meaning the one who said it, who believes it and who lives by it, he will enter Jannah, inshallah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Aqimu salah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Establish the salah. What is the salah? How many salah? How is it to be done? What is the method? What is the external of it? What is the internal of it? What is to be recited in it? What is not to be recited in it? If I make a mistake, what, what must I do? Which mistake nullifies my salah and I need to repeat the whole salah? Which mistake does not nullify my salah but my salah will be faulty and therefore I need to do something? And that is Sajda Sahu where all of these instructions, not a single one of them is in the Quran. They are all in the hadith on Muhammad Sallam. And in short, Rasulullah said, Sallu kama ra'aytu muni usalli aw kama qala alayhi salatu salam. He said, pray as you have seen me pray. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us to give zakat. How much zakat? On what is zakat liable? On what is zakat not liable? Who must pay zakat? To whom should zakat be paid? All of these details Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave and told and informed his Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam who informed us. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said to make hajj manistata ilayhi sabila, the one who has the ability to take the path, the one who has the ability to do hajj. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ordered hajj and made it fard. Rasulullah sallallahu is the one who said, Khuzu anni manasikakum, take from me the manasik of hajj. 
when we are born what is to be done when we die how is it, how are we to be treated how is the body to be treated is it to be thrown on a garbage dump is it to be fed to animals is it to be like it is done i'm not joking i'm not exaggerating this is how the parsis bury their dead they 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 leave them they strip them naked they leave them in what is called the tower of silence which is a high tower and they leave the vultures to eat the bodies and that is how it is done so i'm not being i'm not being facetious i'm not being sarcastic these are ways in which people have treated the bodies so should the muslims body be treated like that should the muslim body be cremated should it should it should it be burnt what should be done to this body all of those directions the directions for the ghusl for the kafan for the qabr what is to be done salatul janaza what is salatul janaza is it salah as in salah as in what we pray five times a day or is it salah as in dua dua of maghfirah all of this where do we learn we learn from the hadith of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam i can go on but i won't this is sufficient for us for anyone with any intelligence to understand that if somebody rejects the Quran, the hadith of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam he or she has effectively rejected islam and so therefore they are out of islam there is no way that they are going to be able to practice islam unless they follow the hukum of allah the order of allah in the quran in the way that rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam taught you want to reject you want to reject the nabi you have rejected allah and if you have rejected the nabi and you have rejected allah then you are not a muslim if you are not a muslim whatever happens to you is between you and allah may allah protect us from that this is as simple as it can get and as i said rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam informed us about this he prophesied and he said there will be people who will sit on sofas they will sit on couches and they will hold up the quran in their hand and they will say this book is sufficient for us Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said there will be people who come who will come before, who come after you and he's speaking to Abu Bakr and Umar and Uthman and Ali and radiyallahu anhum ajma'in he's speaking to the best of the best the sabiqun al-awwalun min al-muhajirin wal ansar and he said to them there will there will be people who will come after you who will recite Quran better than you they will pray more than you they will fast more than you but Islam will not go they will recite Quran better than you but the Quran will not go below their throats and the deen will enter them and exit like an arrow enters the target and exits there will be no sign there will be no blood on the head of the arrow on the binding of the arrow or on the tail feathers of the arrow they will be as if they have completely they have, they would have entered islam by saying the kalima but they would have exited islam by their attitude of arrogance which is to reject the hadith of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam even though they will hold the quran up and they will say this is sufficient for us this is the position of the halul quran and the quraniyin and whatever whatever called uh, word they call themselves by they deny themselves the ahlul quran are the ahlul hadith again ahlul hadith is not the ahli hadith as in the the firqa as in the the group groupism in islam is haram rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam prohibited us allah subhanahu wa ta'ala prohibited us allah said wa'tasimu bihablillahi jami'an wa la tafarraqu allah did not say la takhtalifu allah did not say do not have a uh, have a have a, a dispute or do not have a uh, discussion about something do not have a difference of opinion allah did not say that allah said do not form firqas do not la tafarraqu don't divide yourselves up 
So anyone who divides himself up and creates a name for a group and invites people to join that group, uh, which is different from some other groups, this person is completely doing something which is haram. The only group we belong to is the group of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and His Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We follow what Allah ordered in the way that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa showed us how to follow. That is the only group we belong to. We are Muslim, alhamdulillah. Having said that, sometimes people get confused and say, well, I'm following Imam Abu Hanifa, I'm following Imam Shafi, uh, Malik, Hanbal, uh, Rahimahullah ta'ala, Ali Majmain. So is this being grouping? No, of course it is not. This is not a question of, 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 of groupism. Groupism is where you form a group and you consider everybody else to be a kafir. You, uh, you consider every, everyone else to be a disbeliever or a less of a believer than you and you consider yourself to be superior than the others because of the group you follow this is haram but following this imam or that imam alhamdulillah this is good this is not only permissible this is what should happen because we are not fuqaha we are not aima we are not we do not have the uh, knowledge illa mashallah those who have it that's a different hukum for them but people like me we do not have enough knowledge to make istanbad ul ahkam to extract rulings for ourselves and therefore the safety for us lies in following one imam or the other whoever it might be alhamdulillah all of them are on haq all of them are truthful all of them are worthy of being followed alhamdulillah rabbil alamin i ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala jalla jalaluhu to enable us to stay on the right path and to save us from Falling, falling into the traps of shaitan, all of look, all of which look very holy and very pious and very attractive, and that is why they are very, very lethal.